What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Believe Me. I'm Joe Serralo, and believe me, I'm the luckiest better in the country because I've got six games in front of me, and I've got two gentlemen beside me who are going to help me pick these six games and decide where to lay my money. One of them, of course, the former Pro Bowl quarterback for your Pittsburgh Steelers, Cordell Stewart. The other, the inspiration for Matthew McConaughey's character in Two for the Money, one of the best handicappers in the market for decades now. Sorry to age you. Brandon Lang. Gentlemen, I can't wait to dive in. Let's do it. Let's start with a little Thursday night Football, Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals in the jungle in Cincy. Some nice icy white unis that the Bengals are debuting for this one. And how about the Dolphins? 3-0, one of two 3-0 teams in the NFL, yet somehow they're getting four points. Brandon, I want to start with you here. Should we be all over the 3-0 Dolphins getting four points? Eventually, it's going to catch up with you. Eventually, off the big emotional one, weak win, at week one win at home over Bill Belichick and the Patriots, God bless you. Then you go on the road. You play the Baltimore Ravens. You come from three touchdowns back in the fourth quarter and win that game. And then you come back home and you catch the Bills without five defensive starters or four defensive starters and five starters out. It's a crazy game. And you win that emotional game. And now you got to pick up on a short week off of the physicality of the Bills game, the emotion of the Ravens game, and on a short week, roll into Cincy against a hungry one and two Bengals team that kind of got it going on the road against the Jets last week. Offensive line played a little bit better, but at home, short week, we call it the big, fat, juicy, over, overfed, undefeated Miami Dolphins that don't dig down deep here living a little high off the hog. I'm going to take Cincinnati minus the two and a half. Whoa, I, I've got four. You've got two and a half in this one, Brandon. Uh, last time I checked, you might have it at four now, um, but I still like it at four. All right, going with a favorite. Cordell, where, where do you see this one lying? Because I'm really torn in this one. To me, it's like you get a 3-0 team getting four points. My initial inclination is to go there. Brandon's telling me don't do it. Cordell, what do you have to say about the game? Well, I'll tell you what. You have two receivers in Waddle and also Tariq Hill that are second, third in the National Football League when it comes to yards in the game. You look at the Bengals on the other side, their guy who's the star number nine, that guy, Joe Burrow, he's been on his back with the league high of 15, been on the ground 15 times this season. You cannot play the ball, play the game on your back. You just can't do it. It's impossible. This team looks pretty good. I mean, I know we want to see the Cincinnati Bengals wake up and do something very well. We don't know for sure if two is going to play, but I do trust Teddy Bridgewater. I'll say this. I think it continues. I think these receivers on the outside keep doing what they're doing. Offensively, as I've said many times before, they may not be rushing the ball extremely well, but they like to throw those little screens and get those long handoffs. I think what they do on offense and what they're capable of having done when it just comes to moving the chains and also that defense really has been playing really good. I'm going with this team going on the road, even though it's a short week, on the road, tired, hot. All that great stuff. I'm going with the Dolphins. You keep going with those road teams, baby boy. You went with the Chiefs last week on the road, baby boy. Patty Mahomie, Mahomie, Mahomie. Now you fall in love with Wada, 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 and Tyree Hill, Hill, Hill. Like you acting like Cincinnati ain't got no DBs. Come on. Do they, though? Do they, Brandon? Because that was my question to you, Brandon. Do you think Eli Apple is going to be able to stop the Cheetah? (laughs) I think Cincinnati. Forget about it. Listen, last week. Last week, it was nobody can stop my homies. Whole world was on the Chiefs. I'm going to tell you right now, whole world going to be on Miami. 
be careful when you're going on the road on a short week after a big emotional win in the division. And Mr. All Pro should know that. I'm going to go with Sounds Mr. Good. All Pro's argument on this one. That's I, what I'm just, talking about. Four Ooh. points. Four points. That's a lot to be getting, Cordell. Come on, man. You, you got my attention on this first one. By the way, I mentioned the Dolphins getting four points. All of these lines are brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. We've upped it from a 50% welcome bonus to a 100% welcome bonus. So go get your I- welcome bonus. Bet Online. It's where the games begin. Brandon, what's up, baby? By the way, you guys made the biggest mistake in the world. You walked into a men's adult establishment and you let her grab your hand and take you right into the champagne room and not sit at the bar and see who's working and let the rotation go by. Good luck this week with Miami on a short week. Next. Come on, Brandon. Come on, Brandon. Always good. You know Next. I always let the rotation go by. We've got some London football. It's American football, but being played in London. The Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. The Vikings, technically the road team in this one. They are two and a half point favorites. They've failed to cover in two straight weeks after a week one shellacking of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Cordell, I want to start with you, boss. Vikings, Saints. These teams have combined to cover the spread just once in six games all year. Who do you like? I like the Vikings. The reason I don't like the Saints is because Jameis Winston has a tendency to give it over too often and too much. It's just you don't give your team an opportunity to really succeed. I like this Viking team. I think Kirk Cousins, the way he's been playing defensively, the way they've been playing, I think it gives him a better chance from a stability chance standpoint to be able to go on a road because this is basically a road game for both teams. I think going on the road, being able to control the game, you force Jameis Winston, because one thing he does not know how to do, he doesn't check the ball down very well. He wants the big one every chance that he gets. And I think that puts them in the, in the position to have to play from behind often. I like what they're doing over there in Minnesota. I think the momentum is on their side. I'm going with Kirk Cousins in the bike. Brandon, what say you? Listen, I know Jameis Winston can't play dead in the Western right now. We saw Kirk Cousins on Monday night. He can't play dead in the Western either. So neither quarterback can play dead in the Western. So now you <clears throat> Down and say which defense is actually playing better football which defensive line is going to get after the respective quarterback I'll give you a number here which puts me on the Minnesota Vikings and that is the New Orleans Saints coming off a loss facing an opponent from the NFC North seven and one against the spread their last eight and you give the the, the Vikings against the NFC South coming off a win one and four against the number I don't trust Jamison I don't trust Kirk Cousins but at the end of the day I trust the Saints in the eye test in a must-win situation, having to win a football game, and I think they do. The number supports it. They play the NFC North tough for whatever reason. I'm going to go with the Saints. That number right there, that number right there, that's what does it for me. Both of these teams are 2-0 in London. It's not like either one had an advantage in that respect. Not huge international fan bases, but the Saints doing well against the North. Brandon? I'm sold. Game three. I mean, I'm shocked this isn't the game of the week, guys. In any other week, I feel like this would be the game of the week. The Buffalo Bills, the Baltimore Ravens. It's at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. I still think the Bills are the best team in the National Football League. I mean, I know Miami just got the best of them, but I still think the Bills are the best team. They're three-point favorites. Brandon, are they your bet? This, to me, is one of the toughest games on the board. You have the injuries of the Bills, and I would like to say that I'd love to see what that injury report is, but we're taping early, but that's okay. Um, they kind of let one get away last week at Miami. Josh didn't play very well. Uh, I, I love the the intensity of Dorsey in the press box. <laughs> <laughs> intensity is one way uh, to put it. <laughs> that was that was pretty impressive. Um, 
sort of like the exchange of Biennemi and Mahomes at the end of the first half. I think they had a little heated, little something going on there. At the end of the day, I just, I, I know Baltimore got a nice win last week up in New England. I just can't get past the meltdown against the Miami Dolphins. I can't get past how bad their defense looked against that Miami offense. And, and, and as we know, the Bills offense can get it going. And I just trust their defense more than Baltimore. I don't like laying points on the road. I don't. But you add the fact the Ravens are one and eight against the spread in games after playing Bill Belichick. It takes something out of you playing the New England Patriots. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills again. I'm not a big, big chalk guy, especially road favorites in the NFL. But I just think the Bills are the better team. They had their hiccup last week. Um, at the end of the day, spin the 20 cents, minus 130, buy it down to two and a half. You lose with the Bills before you take a shot with the Ravens. Ooh, all right, Brandon's mm. on Buffalo. Cordell, you love this Buffalo team as much, if not more, than anyone. Are you and Brandon going to be on the same side here? I'm going with the Bills. I'm just going with the Bills. I think this defense, even though they have five, I mean, pretty much the entire secondary is depleted with the Bills. I still like them overall because offensively, they still have a higher-powered offense. But the Baltimore Ravens defense is ranked dead last when it comes down to playing really good football. They're pretty horrible, to say the least. Everything is being done by their quarterback in Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has probably more touchdowns than anyone else, any other team in the National Football League, to say the least. I think with 12 touchdowns, whether just throwing and running, he's doing a phenomenal job so far. But I don't think that'll be enough to beat this team. Even though this team had, what, played 90 plays and they had the ball for 40 minutes in yeah. this last game, the Buffalo Unreal. Bills, I still think they have the recipe to be able to beat this Baltimore Ravens football team. I rely on the defenses, which defense I trust more. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. I'm thinking the Bills are going to get this one. You know, it's tough. You look at the Bills' defense and their secondary. They're essentially, you know, last week against Miami playing all backups in that secondary. Yep. This week, there's a chance, Brandon, you mentioned it's a little early to know for sure. There's a chance Jordan Poyer returns. He, I think, would be huge in guarding Baltimore's really only elite target in Mark Andrews. Poyer's that safety who stuffs the run, gets in the box, but also handles tight ends really well. So it'll be interesting to see if Poyer's back. I think definitely Buffalo, even without him. I mean, guys, I, I love your arguments. I, I think you're both spot on. Uh, let's ride with the Buffalo Bills here. They're, they're the Super Bowl favorites. They're the best team in football, head and shoulders above the rest. Let's ride with the Bills. Brandon and Cordell in agreement. Ugh, should, we even, should we even mention the next game? Do we even do yes. we want to talk about Let's the talk Raiders? About it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Cordell, you, you want to talk about it, baby. Raiders, Broncos in Vegas. Raiders are two and a half point favorites. Cordell, you're screaming about it. Let's start with you. I mean, this is the team that, that Brandon fell in love with, the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, I mean, beyond oh. beyond love affair. Let's just say that. You won't get much from them, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> When it's all said and done in the end, this defense with the Broncos, even though that was a tough game against the 49ers, winning uh, 11 to 10 or 10 to 11, however you choose, it was just one of those lopsided games, right? But I think if they can go to running the football and stop trying to throw the football down the field, do what you do best. They run the ball very well with the Broncos. I think they come out with that this week to try to keep this team and, 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 and the Raiders on their heels. And this defense is ranked 12th when it comes to points allowed throughout the year. They're playing really good football. I'm going with the Broncos in beating your 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 love affair team that you have over there, Brandon, in the Raiders. The Raiders. You know, we are three different people of three different ages and three different backgrounds. But I think, Cordell, you just hit one thing on the head. If there's one thing the three of us all have experience with, it's divorce court. 
Brandon, what do you think about the Raiders and Broncos in this matchup? If the Raiders <laughs> lose this game, for all intents and purposes, their season is over. Bar none. 0-4 in that division, not happening. And as much as it pains me, as much as it scares me, as much as I'll be in therapy for a week if I lose this game. <laughs> I just can't see Denver as inept as they are offensively. They were not flashy on Monday night against Seattle. They were horrible for pretty much three and a half quarters against San Francisco. This is a dog that's been caged and is fighting for its life. And you let it out of the cage of value number of two and a half hype of Russell Wilson divisional game. And the fact that the Raiders are on three, but you look at the Raiders. They're probably one of the best on three teams in the NFL. They've had a chance to win all three games. You're getting the value of two and a half with an Owen three team undervalued by Vegas. Be careful here. Teams fighting for their life in the NFL. Cordell should know this having played and been an all pro. You, you, you raise it to a level. And I think at home and a must win at a value number of two and a half, I think you have to play the Raiders. Brandon, it, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, you're dealing with grown men, you know, making a lot of money whose backs are up against the wall here. And, and I think you raised some great points. Cordell, uh, you're shaking your head in disagreement. Are you that sold on Denver? I mean, I know middle schoolers with homework assignments that are two weeks late who are better at time management than Nathaniel Hackett. Russ, I'm trying to help. Russ I'm trying to help Brandon out. I'm trying to help Brandon out and just call it irreconcilable differences, baby, with the divorce <laughs> with the Raiders. Just let it go. As, as they oh say, I think you better let it go. Let it go. This looks like Cardell, another TKL. Let it go. He's cooking hot dogs and hamburgers, baby. He ain't cooking steak. Russ ain't cooking. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, because your Raiders are just not looking good at all. The connection between he and Devontae Adams, that's Derek Carr, it hasn't looked good at all. Nothing's really done to the – has happened to the point where you can say you can put your finger on anything that the Raiders are doing well right now. At least the Broncos are screwing it up enough to still accidentally win a couple games. And I say that exactly the way I say it. They're screwing up enough. I say – this defense is going to slow that Raiders offense down again. They're not going to be able to do anything. They're going to stop. They're not going to stop the running game. What can they do well? Tell me, Brandon, what can the Raiders do well to be able to beat this Broncos team? Like, what can they do well that you can hang your hat on? Devontae and Carr going off, baby, just like Fresno State. Holla at your boy. Irreconcilable <laughs> differences. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. You know, this this is maybe the toughest one. We're in week four. This might be the toughest game, the toughest side of one of you guys for me to take so far. Look, Cordell, you bring up that Denver defense. 12 points per game they're allowing on average. Second best mark in football. But on the flip side, their offense is the second worst in football in terms of scoring. Brandon, the Raiders, their backs are against the wall. They've got too much damn talent to be 0-4 to your point. And I don't even know if you got this, but Derek Carr, he's won four straight against the Broncos. Oh, I hate picking I hate picking a side in a custody battle. I'm going to go with Brandon in this one. Going to go with Brandon oh, and the Raiders. You're losing everything. <laughs> you're done. Both of you. Did I just lose my Xbox? Monday Night Football, Rams at Niners. How about this? The one and two 49ers are two-point favorites against the Rams, the two and one defending Super Bowl champs in this one. Brandon, who do you like here? Call it the karma messing with Jimmy G. 
If you make your bed with Jimmy G, you don't divide the locker room. You don't divide the team. You don't do this. You don't do that. They just seem like they're not together. And now here they are as a divisional home favorite where they are one 10 and one against the spread their last 12 as a divisional home favorite. The Rams have momentum. They're playing well. They look like the team you want to back here. I'll say it again. One 10 and one against the spread their last 12 as a divisional home favorite. I don't think Jimmy G's looking himself. I'm going to lose with, I'm going to win with the defending Super Bowl champs on the road in the division. They handled their business last week at Arizona. I believe they'll handle their business as that stat goes to one and 11 against the number as a divisional home favorite. Cordell, what you got, homie? Well, as you said, you got to be careful with going with the road team. Did you say that a few minutes ago? And Jimmy G, as we know, is six and zero against the Rams. He's even though he looks a little different, as we mentioned with Derek Carr, we mentioned Devontae Adams. They're going to have that moment, all right. That moment is going to come out to the point where they have no choice but to play really good football. Jimmy G knows this is his football team right now. He's six and zero. He's really comfortable playing against this Rams football team. The Rams really hadn't done anything that's pretty been any good at all. Jimmy G and his team playing against this Broncos team. They went up against a juggernaut in the 12th rated defense in the National Football League when it comes down to playing really good football in the Broncos last week. I like at home, Kyle Shanahan dialing up some good stuff for this running game, play action pass. This defense wakes up. Understand how horrible this Rams team has been coming off of a Super Bowl-type season. Actually, Super Bowl defending team. And I think the 49ers at home gets it done. Jimmy G 6-0. That's what I'm really riding with. Jimmy Cordell, b- before I pick a side here, Jimmy G, 6-0 regular season against the Rams, and I understand this is a regular season, but as, as a former quarterback, as a former player, someone who's been in this league, who's succeeded in this league, do you yeah. think it's in Jimmy G's head that the last time he played the Rams, it was the playoffs, and they beat him with the Super Bowl on the line? Do you think that plays a factor at all to his psyche? No, I mean, I, I think he's, he's just happy that he got his, his deal restructured to actually still be in San Francisco. I think he has more fish to fry than to think about that game. I think, if anything, it's starting from scratch, in my opinion, offensively with Kyle Shanahan. How can we put Jimmy G in a position to succeed, considering how bad it was this past weekend? I don't think this defense can match up to what the Denver Broncos have when it comes down to where they ranked in the National Football League, the Rams, that is. I think they go back out, they find a game plan that suits Jimmy G, he goes out and he plays well. I don't think the playoffs has anything to do with it because they are far, far away from having an opportunity to be a playoff contending team. I think they go back to the drawing board, do what they do best, run between the tackles, defense play good football. Jimmy G, don't screw it up, play action pass. I think they go ahead on and uh, they go from that level and play like that and, and beat this Rams football team that's struggling to try to get a dub. Brandon, our all-pro just said that the Rams defense that has Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Jalen Ramsey is not as good as the Denver Broncos defense. Is there any rebuttal? I just – No. I think Cordell ate a CBD gummy. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, the CBD you take for your joints and your muscles, I think was laced something maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I'm trying to tell you. CBD, THC, it all blends in after a little it all while. blends in after, after a while. So, I, I, you know, again, good stat by Cordell, 6-0. You can't argue that. 1-10-1 is a divisional home favorite. And, and you throw in that in the Sean McVay era, the Rams are 10-4 and against the spread as road dogs. I know the Niners under Shanahan have been McVay's kryptonite. Both Shanahan and McVay started 2017. 
Shanahan eight and three in that head-to-head matchup. But man, ten and four is a road dog right now. The Niners just—they don't look good. Brandon, to your point, they just don't look good. They don't do well at home divisional games against the number. I've got to go with you and your argument in that one, Brandon. That takes us to the game. The game of the week. The game of the week, gentlemen. In all honesty, in all transparency, I can't figure this game for the life of me. Chiefs minus two was the number when these notes were crafted. That might even be minus one right now. The game might be in Tampa Bay. The game might be in Minneapolis because of Hurricane Ian. By the way, thoughts and prayers to everyone down there in Florida right now. I Mm -hmm. hope everyone's doing all right and everyone who was told to evacuate did indeed evacuate. But still... Not certain where this game will be played, when this game will be played. Gentlemen, all I want to know, though, is who the hell to bet on. Cordell, going to start with you here. Chiefs, Bucks, Brady Mahomes, part six. This is a tough one because both these teams aren't playing up to the level in which we all thought they would be able to play. I mean, we knew the Bucks was kind of be a little struggling just a little bit because he lost Gronkowski in the red zone. He's pretty much undefeated, Tom Brady, that is, when getting the ball in the end zone. The Chiefs, they hadn't been able to really find their way. We see he and offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy going at it, uh, trying to figure out what they could have done at the end of the half. This is a tough one for myself as well, but I'm going to go with the home team in this one. I'm going to ride with Brandon when it comes down to being carefully going with the road team. I think this Bucks defense is much more sound than we can actually give them credit for uh, when it comes to creating problems for the offense. Right now, this offense in Kansas City Chiefs is not playing really good football at all, considering what we've seen him do in the past. I'm going with Tom Brady uh, in this defense, uh, actually winning this game against this chief team that just hadn't been clicking on any cylinder whatsoever as of lately. Brandon, he's, home team. he's speaking your language. Ah. He's Moses, part of the Red Sea with the wooden staff. He's leading his people <laughs> through the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> Good. Well done, Cordell, because... The one thing you forgot to mention is in his NFL career, the GOAT Tom Brady has been a home underdog 13 times. That's it. Say it again. The GOAT Tom Brady has been a home underdog 13 times his NFL career. 11, 1, and 1 against the number. Three things in life. Death, taxes, and you don't give Tom Brady points at home. That's all you need to know. Great point by Cordell. The huge difference with Tampa's defense and KC's defense. When Todd Bowles made the adjustments, first half against Green Bay, kind of tried to blitz Aaron Rodgers, left guys singled up, got destroyed. Second half went more to his zone, got pressure with his front four, and held Green Bay scoreless the entire second half. Defense wins games like this. Brady at home as a dog. There it is, Joey. You got your underdog winner for Sunday. Look at you two reconciling your differences. I mean, my parents. I left my CBD alone. I left the CBD out. could never. Gentlemen, I love it. That's it. The Bucks. My decision, I don't even have to make one. You know it. It's the Bucks. Forget about it. Last question, gentlemen. We didn't get to any of these games. We've covered six that were on the schedule. Bring your own to the table. Brandon, you first. Iowa Hawkeyes at home over the Michigan Wolverines. See you, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Maryland gave you fits last week. The Hawkeyes went into Rutgers, got their offense going. Michigan goes down. Iowa takes care of the Wolverines at home. <laughs>
That is music to this Penn State fan's ears. Cordell, God help me if it's the Pittsburgh Steelers again. What's your bonus game? What are you bringing to the table, Mr. Stewart? I'm staying I'm staying in the state of Pennsylvania. Forget about it. Yenters. Steelers in the Jets game, baby. What are you thinking? I got to go there this weekend. You're not getting me in trouble here. <laughs> here, here. But here's my problem I have. This Jets team offensively has been able to put up some points. I think they have them like fifth in the National Football League points per game. Uh, when it comes down to the Steelers' defense in the last two games, they've only produced two sacks in his last two games. And that's pretty bad. Offensively, they hadn't been able to run the football really well. I think in this last game, we had Najee Harris with only 56. The quarterback in Mr. Bisky wasn't able to throw a touchdown, but he ran one. Um, I think this is a coming out game for the Pittsburgh Steelers when it's trying to trying to figure out what they can do well. I couldn't go with the Jets if I wanted to. I'm going to be in Pittsburgh. What are you thinking? I'm going with the Steelers, guys. I'm saying Mr. Bisky gets to get two touchdowns passing in this game. He rushed for one. I think this defense gets about two or three sacks against Joe Flacco, whomever may be the quarterback in this game. I'm going with my Steelers, baby, winning this game. I think they do something very well this week. I, I swear, if we don't start seeing sponsorship dollars from the Steelers for this last segment. Better come on here. <laughs> that does it. That does it for this episode of Believe Me. They're Brandon Lang and Cordell Stewart. I'm Joe Serralo. And believe me, it's the best bit. Look at me. I'm so excited to wrap this thing up. I can't even speak right. Believe me, it's the best damn betting show out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.